Welcome to the Building Better Businesses podcast, where we talk mindset, marketing, and business building strategies. I'm your host, Shakina Johnson, and this is the podcast for those wanting to start their entrepreneurial journey and create a business and lifestyle they love. You can find detailed show notes on jsrvision.com. The notes include a summary of today's session, along with any links to resources mentioned in the show. Now, today I have the absolute pleasure of introducing and welcoming Jackie Cook of J.A. Cook Consulting. Welcome, Jackie, and thanks for being part of today's show. How are you? Oh, I'm great, and it's really my pleasure to join you today. Yes, thank you. Um, We're glad to have you today. (laughs) Now, um, can you tell us a little bit about your business and how long you've had it so far? Absolutely. I've had my business now for three years, and it is a full-service consultation and HR business designed specifically for um, small businesses. Perfect. Now, um, you know, in our previous conversation, you've had such an amazing start with your business, right? (laughs) You've been able to (laughs) launch your business um, and build momentum just by leveraging the network that you had. So um, because of that, your struggles are a little different than what we would normally talk about, but well, it's included in the, in the journey itself. But today I want to talk about the biggest struggle that we all have to overcome in this roller coaster of business ownership, right? And that's your mindset. Absolutely. Many of us have to, um, when we're first starting, we have to, we go through the normal struggles of just finding clients, you know, learning how to market ourselves, visibility is is out there right because <laughs> some Absolutely. people don't want to be visible it's hard but in this instance it's the mindset that really um became not a, a really big issue but it was one of those issues that you had to overcome to to move forward with your business so i want to explore a little bit about that today and just share with the audience some of those things that you went through is that okay absolutely okay perfect so uh, please share um, your thoughts and your and your journey. In starting my business, I have to say that I was 50 plus. And so some of my struggle was moving from that subject matter expert to the entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And what that took was for me to really think about, you know, who I am, what do I want to do? Um, why do I want to do it? And so for me, it was a no-brainer. Number one, I love people. Um, I've been an HR practitioner for 30 years, so obviously I love, I love HR. I've taught it for 15 years, um, and I developed an HR associate degree. So my mindset was, am I enough? Can I really do this? Will people acknowledge me independent of an organization? And I had to come to the reality that I am enough. Uh, The tools and skills and knowledge that I use uh, for the organizations that I work for, they're mine. They're transferable. And I do an excellent job. I want you to understand that that's not arrogant. But in life, sometimes, contingent upon whatever the journey is that you're going through, society and even sometimes family will make you feel as if you're not enough. You can't do it. 
And so I had to just, you know, be real with myself and recognize, yes, there's been some struggles in my life, but for every struggle, there was a wonderful amount of growth. So the experience that I have, the person that I have, that I have become, I had to just trust me and recognize that, you know, I'm a Christian, so if I'm going to say that I believe the Lord and I have to have faith, well, faith without works is dead. So I just really had to um, get past myself and recognize, girl, you bring a lot to the table. And, and the fact that I started out older is actually an advantage because I've, I've learned how to help other people run their business. I've, you know, I've learned, I know HR, which is a major stumbling block for most, under, uh, for most organizations. They don't plan for growth. They don't plan for a lot of things. So I have, you know, I have, I'm more than enough. Mm -hmm. I guess that's what I should say. Yeah, no, that's, that's great because you touch on a lot of points um, for people just wanting to start a business or trans transitioning from you know, a full-time job to running their own business. Um, a lot of it is mindset. It's not necessarily the the tools of the trade. And maybe you may have to learn, you know, some more different types of technology than you're used to or learning, you know, website builders or SEO or something like that. But those are all skills that are learnable, right? The, yeah. the skills, you can learn the skills, yes. but I'm going to tell you something. The reason... Um, well, that's one of the things that I tell individuals, follow your passion, because with your passion, that's going to be your drive and that's going to be your motivation. So I had to really think about me as a person and why am I doing what I'm doing? And uh, I'm sorry. So that actually circles back to what, what you said earlier about knowing who you are absolutely why you're doing this you know what's your purpose type of a thing and i think that's important for everybody to learn to um just to support what you're saying and when you're starting a business it helps to know that first right absolutely. <laughs> it makes it a lot easier to, absolutely. to move forward and find your clients because people don't i mean they buy the services they buy the solution but what they really are buying into is yourself absolutely and, and once you understand that, mm -hmm. um, the rest is obtainable. You mm -hmm. know, I, I did HR for 30 years. I taught for 15 years. And with that, the way I was successful, and, and I always worked with people. I got things done through people. Well, they gravitated to me, right? My personality, you know, I'm, I'm, I can be stern. But sometimes you have to be stern. Um, but they understood that, you know what, she knows what she's talking about, so let's hear her out, right? Mm -hmm. Being that person at the table, um, being a strategic partner, that's something that I've always strived to be. So with your organization, as you're starting out, if I can just add this, the same mission, vision, philosophy, value, um, culture that you have for your individual self, believe me, a lot of people don't like to go through the process. But if you can transfer that into developing your business, that's half the battle. Mm 
because that's your organizational foundation that's going to be established. It'll determine who your clients are because everyone's not your client. Mm -hmm right? Everyone doesn't fit in with your organizational structure. Um, as far as business strategy, a lot of people don't understand, hey, everybody's not your customer. Right. So based on your business strategy, you have to understand there's two types of customers, low cost and those who have a perceived value for your product. Exactly. And, and that from there, you start your strategic plans. But remember, it starts with your mission. Mission drives every strategy. So that's an exercise that I will have individuals go through when they um, are just getting started. Because mission is not only the purpose of the organization, the reason for the existence of the organization, but what you have to understand is that mission will subsequently determine your identity. It will determine your brand. And then your vision is where you see yourself in the future. You have to begin with a goal. Mm -hmm. Your philosophy, quite frankly, those are the critical stakeholders who can add value to your goal achievement. You that. have to know who these people are mm -hmm. because if they don't accept your strategy or if it doesn't work for, for them, they're not, gonna, they're not gonna support you. Mm -hmm. But a lot so of you, that before you're uh -huh. able to build that to that uh -huh. point uh -huh. is that mindset development, right? Absolutely. It goes back to knowing who you are. It's, it's that mental shift that you have to it's make. It's a mental shift that you have to have um, that if I could tell anyone, you know what you do best. You know what mm -hmm. your knowledge and skills and abilities are. Link that to your passion and you gotta wanna do it because I started um, my business in 2005 quite frankly, um, I took a voluntary severance at 43 years old um, because I recognized that the company that I was at, you know, for 26 years, they were doing what they needed to do. But guess what? It no longer aligned with me, right? So I started my own company and J.A. Cook Consultant. And I, I had it for about three years, two years. And you know what I realized, Shakina? I realized that I had an entrepreneur spirit. Mm -hmm. But at that point, I wasn't an entrepreneur. Yeah. So what happened next was I transitioned into a whole new career of teaching in higher ed. Let's hold on to that. What okay. was where was the shift for you? So at that point, you, you weren't an entrepreneur. No. When, when did that shift occur for you? The shift honestly did not occur until um, I transitioned into the role of faculty. And because doing that, I was teaching, I was like, this is what I wanna do to, um, for entrepreneurs, right? So it was a part mm -hmm. of my refining, redefining. I learned from that experience. From that experience, I developed an associate degree mm -hmm. for the largest college in Wisconsin. And here's the caveat. 
I did that independently with no guidance. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It As does. a matter of fact, I had five different uh, associate deans before I completed it. Guess what else? I completed it in 10 months and it normally takes 24. So see, everything you go through, me recognizing that, hey, I'm an entrepreneur spirit. I'm not an entrepreneur yet. It's never Mm -hmm. a detour. Things happen for a reason. 15 years of academia. And now Mm -hmm. I'm ready. I retired December of last year and I'm ready to give it my all. You know, you make, that's a very good point. Um, and, and, and I can relate to that. And I'll share a short story where I decided I was going to jump ship from my nine to five corporate job. And again, I think I was telling you earlier, but I had decided this is what I was going to do. I had clients already. Um, I wanted to push it full time. I had a plan. And I, I said, I got this, right? Yes. Six uh-huh. months later, I didn't have anything. <laughs> but... <laughs> But depression and more debt. And then, again, that was a hard hit for me mentally and just characteristically. And I learned. It took me a while to bounce back from that. I had a lot of counsel, a lot of family, you know, trying to drive me forward. But what happened was I had an aha moment uh, probably about a year later. Right. Um, And that moment was I wasn't ready. Everything else was a learning curve, a learning something. Absolutely. And when I realized the, the, the skills and the technical stuff was already there. The plan was fine. The, you know, it, it was fine. I wasn't ready mentally Absolutely. to make that shift. And then when I realized that, when I was able to come to, to grips with who I was, what I wanted to do, why I was doing this, just like you said, yes, everything fell into place. Everything falls into place. And you know, even um, when I started my business in 2005, I never had to do an RFP, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I never had to respond uh, respond to a proposal because as we stated earlier, people don't do business with you because of what you do or your credentials. At the end of the day, people have to be comfortable They have to, for example, some of my values are integrity, transparency, Mm -hmm. respect, right? So I didn't have to seek clients because my network was there. And as soon as they realized that I had um, taken a voluntary severance and I was trying to start my own business, they were sending people to me. Fast forward to Mm -hmm. now, um, 2017. I started getting clients, but there was a learning curve there because I wasn't ready to quit my job. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you why I wasn't ready to quit my job, though I was at a point where I didn't feel I was bringing the value that I could have. And I certainly wasn't feeling valued as an African-American woman in higher ed. But this is what I did. Not realizing it, not even thinking about it, I started preparing as if I had my office. So I started buying Shekinah, Mm -hmm. office furniture, you know, art, 
hard. You, you were know, preparing just, for that shift. Yeah, absolutely. I just started <laughs> doing it. And so, you know, um, last year, uh, 2019 was the year for me to become something more and, and, and expect something big. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, didn't realize it was, it was happening until I finally decided at the end of the semester, you know what? I'm done with this. <laughs> I, I'm very serious, you know, because academia gets it. People don't understand. Every career is different. Yes, it and is. So right now, the field of academia, and especially for people of color, African-American women, it's just very, you know, interesting. Mm-hmm. So it kind of <laughs> hit me that, you know what, I've been there, I've done it, you know, I ain't doing it again. I'm no longer climbing and accumulating. Does that make sense? Yeah. I was becoming something more all along. And so I would like to say it was something, you know, uh, extraordinary, but it wasn't. I was just in reflection and I realized, you know, I had, I had a, obtained a building <laughs> office in June, right? Yeah. So I'm operating as if it's there, as if I've already done it. And so, you know, the only thing that was holding me back, Shakina, from really giving this my all and being my best at it was the fact that I wasn't doing it full time. See, Money was a... wasn't a problem for me, mm-hmm. um, you know, because I, you know, I, I save, I, I do a lot of things. But the fact of the matter is, I really had to, I, you know, 2020, unashamed, stepping into my destiny, embracing <laughs> everything God has for me. Mm-hmm. You know why? Just because I'm me. Now, that may sound arrogant, but this is my journey. Yeah. Does that make sense? It makes I'm sense. I'm owning my journey because along the way, I, ne- I didn't always own it. Does that make sense? It makes sense. I did not own it, but I own it. And I'm okay with it. And so I, I'm sitting here in my beautiful office, right? <laughs> and I'm making a difference, which is what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. you know, as a, as a, consultant, I'm networking, and I'm doing all of those things that you need to do. And when it's almost like once I start networking or talking to people, they're amazed. I'm not, what I do is not special, right? HR is not special. Mm -hmm. But my values, my passion, the fact that I want to help someone, Mm-hmm. I, I, I chose my demographical group on purpose. And that's the other thing, if I could say, right now, I am intentional. Yes. Every single thing yes. I do is intentional. Because I trust me. And I trust that I'm in the will of God. So what is for me, I'm not competing against nobody and I'm definitely not going to compete against myself. And that's the beauty of just knowing 
the power of knowing, right? Yes. Of knowing who you are, knowing what you're there for, knowing your purpose and your why, your vision, your values, everything. It all everything. comes into play. Everything. Born, born now, what I would say um, to younger people, you don't have to take as long as I did. Does that make sense? It was a different time, mm -hmm. uh, you know, when I started out professionally, right? I had, um, you know, I got married early, 18, uh, two kids by 25, divorced by 30. Always had, you know, the desire, right? Always wanted to do more than what I was doing, frustrated, wanting to do more. But mm -hmm. God has a plan for everybody. So my, my hope is that, and, and, and you guys are doing it, uh, younger people are trusting themselves, yeah. right? Yeah, you see a lot more younger entrepreneurs than you did absolutely in, in previous generations. And, absolutely, and you see more. Too. Absolutely, and and you guys have a lot right. See, I come from the old school in which you know what, you work until it's done. But mm -hmm. in doing that, it upset my work life balance. There's a lot of things with my kids that I wish instead of proving that as the only African-American woman in this utility company that's doing HR right now, I'm enough. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. I'm enough, right? So I'm a grandma now and I get to enjoy those things with my grandchildren, but I just say, you know, you've got the technology, um, you work it well, young people. I just feel like you can do it. You can do it. You just have to trust yourself. And no matter how difficult this climate gets, right? You, you no one can take from you mm -hmm. what's meant to be for you. You know, I think for starting, budding and starting entrepreneurs, there's like that secret question that, you know, we used to ask ourselves, am I enough in the beginning, right? Absolutely. And there is a sense of, because no one's buying my services or no one's buying my products, that maybe I am not enough. Um, and it's not you, right? Right. Because you are enough. You are enough. Strategy might be a little little off. We might there need to refine go. that. Yes. But in essence, you are enough. And Absolutely. You know, I struggled with that myself in the beginning. Um, but being the personality that I am, that didn't, that didn't last too long, <laughs> Okay. but, okay. but in the beginning it was, you know, and can I do this? Am I enough? If I step out on my own, you know, will people again, acknowledge me for, right. you know, my skills that I've learned over time. Um, and I, I've been in, in, in corporate since my early twenties. So I started off pretty early. Right. And so I learned all those skills, you know, just moving forward in my career, but jumping out on your own, trying to build a business. Um, there's not only that mental shift to be an entrepreneur and what it means to, you know, run mm -hmm. systems and, you know, strategies and marketing and whatever else in place that goes along with that. But it's also that mental shift on a personal level that says, yes, you are enough. It's not Absolutely. arrogance, it's confidence. You got to have strategies in place. Right? And, and I'll tell you something. This mm -hmm. is where oftentimes uh, young adults, in women in particular, we struggle. Um, yeah, that we do. I know my worth and I know what I do. And so when I first shared, and this was with a family member, what I was going to charge per hour, 
they said, no one's going to pay you that. You're just starting out, you, you know. I've but had do you that. know what happened? <laughs> yep. my, my first client was a very, very lucrative contract. It was a referral. Um, and here's the thing, knowing that you're enough. The person, the, the company called me in and they thought they wanted one thing. They thought they wanted a compensation restructure. Mm -hmm. When the fact of the matter is, that was the last thing they needed. They thought they needed to pay more um, because they were having turnover. And mm -hmm. so here's where you know you're enough. When you understand that you know exactly what the client needs because that's your thing. That's mm -hmm. your niche, right? Yep. They don't know. So when I told them that I could do what they asked me to do, but I wasn't going to do it. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how big their eyes got. And I said, no, I will not do this because this will not solve your problem. You will still have the turnover that you're having. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't make sense because you're already paying above market with your direct competitors, based on your direct competitors. I left out of there, I felt good, but mm -hmm. clearly I wasn't speaking the language that they wanted. Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, I'm not gonna get this contract. Shakina, three days later, I got a call from the executive director. Mm -hmm. And you know what she said? Jackie, I'm not going to, write up a request for a proposal, all of those things that you said we need to do, can you put it in a proposal form? I've mm -hmm. talked to the board mm -hmm. and you know, it's a go. I said, really? Okay. So I put in my work. See, that's a, that's yeah. a difficult thing for a lot of new entrepreneurs, but I find that in particular women question, well, should I charge this per hour? Should I charge this per hour? I got my rate based on state, regional, and national. What can someone in my category make per hour? Mm -hmm. And you know what? I'm telling you, understanding your worth, I charged more. Then I didn't want to go max, but I charged because I know there's some learning as a, as a business person. Right, so right. what I did was I went over the midpoint because I truly was worth more than that. Mm -hmm. And when I put that in, broke everything down, she said, well, we have a board meeting. Can you give it to me Friday? They approved it without batting an eye. Mm -hmm. And that's the power of knowing what you're worth. That's the power of knowing what you're worth, what you bring to the table. Stop doubting and thinking about, is someone going to purchase my service? See, I know how, and that's why I chose my demographic audience. I know that it's like marketing. HR is like marketing. They're not going to put in that budget for it. They don't mm -hmm. think it makes sense. Anybody can hire. Anybody can do this. But I bring, what I bring to the table is the strategy and the functional knowledge. Yes. 
Does that make sense? And and so I I don't I engage in, with uh, individuals just very casually. And like I said, I went to one networking event, and you know I connected with quite a few people, but but five of them I knew I knew Shakina they were going to get back to me. Mm-hmm. So my thought was okay tomorrow i'm going to make sure i do the courtesies and let them know that i was you know happy to meet with them etc cetera, etc cetera. i had a meeting i came back my email had messages from each one of them thanking me telling me you know it was a pleasure i really opened their eyes to a lot of things and you know Let's see when we can get together, you know, giving me dates and times. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm special. Don't get it twisted. I am special, (laughs) but I'm not the only person that provides this service. Does that make sense? But I'm the only person who can provide this service the way I do. Right. Does that make sense? Again, that's how people buy you. They buy the solution along with it, but they, they buy more into who you are and what you value. And learn to identify what the problem is. Yeah. You know, just as I did with that first customer, they think they know the problem. But if you are truly an expert and if you're driven by your values and if your values are honesty, integrity, uh, don't be afraid to say this will not help you. Don't be afraid to say, yes, I can do it, but because I feel strongly that this won't help you, you'll still have the turnover and be upset for paying me the money, (laughs) right? (laughs) (laughs) What happens then? It takes a lifetime to establish a, a reputation. Yeah. It takes one bad customer to put you in damage control for a while. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I mean, so thank you for that. That's some great information. I'm sure, you know, the audience can learn a whole lot. <laughs> Just from that. Um, the teacher you know, in me is coming out. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. Um, you know, but it's it's important though. We don't really know how important that mental shift is or the mentality that we, we need Absolutely. in order to start our business is until we're in the middle of it, right? Absolutely. So we have an idea. Like we have an idea, we try to move forward, we get all the other puzzle pieces in place, but we often forget how important our mental health is and Absolutely. our mindset is. And Absolutely. you know, listening to the story, it, it kind of sounds like, you know, you said before that you know, you weren't ready to be an entrepreneur, but that buying of the building seemed to be a bigger shift. In your mentality. Yeah, I, I actually went um, in June. Well, I, this is so funny because I moved into my building in June, but mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm a researcher. I'm always doing background. So it's very funny how it happened. I pulled up in front of a building and I thought, mm, I wonder how much this space is. Mm-hmm. And it was CBRE, right? And they had a number. So I called the number 
And I explained that, you know, where I was and I was looking for, at this building and the lady says, well, that's commercial. We really don't um, encourage um, small businesses if they're not retail. I said, okay, get this. She said, we do have someone that takes care of small businesses, but she's not here. Okay. Oh, wait, she's walking in now, if you withhold. <laughs> now, that's perfect timing. That so, awesome. I, so I held the phone, right? I held the phone. She came on. Me and this young lady, just because of her personality and, you know, she was very which I needed at that point, no pressure. I said, okay, you can be my broker. Let's do this. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. We looked at a couple spaces mm -hmm. and I was concerned about the price. And she kept saying, don't worry about the price. That's why you have me. And yeah. finally, I got frustrated and I said, you know, I don't want to look at anything else. But she says, because you want the first thing that you saw, didn't you, Jackie? I said, absolutely. She said, okay, let me see what I can do. Within a week, she came back with a price that was absolutely jaw-dropping. Because not only right. do I have a full office, I have a training room that accommodates 40 people. Now that's perfect. Right? That's perfect. Right. You see how it was working? That, that's what I'm saying. When you're, I, I guess the point I really want to make is, you know when you're ready, right? You may not know, but God knows. And so all of these things were coming together. I paid my deposit. They told me, come on in, move in. I, you know, I love this place. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Um, so what I, I go back again, what's for you is for you. What's for you is for you, but you have to be able to reach out and grab it. Unashamed, right? <laughs> Unashamed. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're going to make some mistakes. Hey, right? Yeah. But you've got mentors, you've got people around. The yeah. thing is, how bad do you want it? Yeah. Absolutely. And when you want it to the point where you're saying nothing else is going to satisfy me, I won't feel successful in anything else. Move. Yep. That's when you should move. Yeah. Totally agree with that. When you've had enough of something. <laughs> Absolutely. When you've had enough, when you can reach a point and say, I'm done. You'll make a shift. You'll Absolutely. Make a Absolutely. Surely will. And that's typically how it's done. But for some people, and, and now I'm speaking again to, to younger people, you already know you don't want to work for somebody. Right? <laughs> no, I've got a 34 and a 38-year-old. Yeah. And, you know, my, my oldest especially, if she ever had to go in an office real time, <laughs> She wouldn't survive because she's totally so talking used to, to absolutely. <laughs> she's so used to working remotely. Now, here's the caveat: she is a communication strategist. Her husband and I are like, hey, instead of doing these things for people as gifts, 
why don't you do it so you can get paid for it? Yeah. Here's the thing. She's not ready for that, right? She but hasn't she will. shift yet. She hasn't had her shift. Mm-hmm. But, but, but there's going to come a time when I know she's going to shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're totally talking to me working for somebody else. And yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was me a few years back. But uh, definitely. Um, Everybody has a different journey. Mm-hmm. And I just say, you know what? Life is to live right? Work we have to do. But you should not live to work. Right? Mm-hmm. And if you, you know, if you're going to put in a lot of hours, do what you enjoy. Do it the way you want to do it. Do it for yourself. There's stresses that's going to come with being an entrepreneur, absolutely. But at the end of the day, my smile is, this is me. This is me. I developed this from top to bottom. And your brand and your identity and your passion is going to make the clients come. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> it's such a, a powerful lesson today, you know, that I everybody can can learn from. Um, so I do want to thank you for sharing your story today. And can you also share where people can find you online? Absolutely. I am J.A. Cook Consulting. And so I can be found at www dot j a cook consulting dot com i'm also uh the oracle of hr at um facebook and linkedin so that's at the oracle of hr perfect i'll be sure to include those links in the show notes as well so thank but- you Thank you for, again, for joining us today. And folks, if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe and leave a comment with your thoughts. Thank you again, Jackie, for being here today and sharing such a a wealth of knowledge and, you know, encouragement for those just starting out. So I hope to have you on again soon. Oh, absolutely. It would be (laughs) my pleasure, Shakina. Thank you again. So signing off, everyone. Until next time. Goodbye.